Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey podcast, where we share how functional core rehab can actually change your life. We share the stories of clients and professionals who have done Tummy Team programs, and we share so much more than that. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. I'm passionate about helping people find profound healing beyond the physical healing, but also emotional healing to be strong and pain-free for the life they were meant to live. Welcome back to the Tummy Team Journey podcast. This is Kelly Dean from the Tummy Team, and I have the privilege of talking with an online client, Andrea from Boise, Idaho, and she has a really um, great story to share. I'm excited to share her story with you guys, and we're just going to get started. Hi, Andrea. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for doing this. I know sometimes it's like, oh, how much do I want to tell people, but... (laughs) A little scary, but you don't need to be scared. I think the important thing about this process is just how much we are more alike than we are different. And everybody has a a unique personal story, but it's usually something that somebody else can relate to. And sometimes your story is the thing that helps somebody else get the help they need. And so I'm really always grateful for you guys that you share your story. It's also a great way for me to learn, you know, what, what, works in our program, what things we need to fix and how we need to improve things. So it's just great feedback all around. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? So um, I have four kids and they're all born relatively close together, which is probably what started me on this journey of (laughs) needing to heal my core. Um, I don't know. I I homeschool my kids. I don't know what all, what other details about me. Uh, So I have I have nine-year-old, an almost eight-year-old, a five-year-old, and then a two-year-old. Okay. And um, and were they all, uh, well, we can get into that in a minute. Um, what led you to the tummy team? How did you hear about us? What were you, what questions were you looking to get answered when you, when you found us? So it was kind of interesting. Um, so I, I found a YouTube um, fitness person, and that's how I even discovered that I had diastasis, recta, whatever it's called. Um, and she, she <laughs> described how when she was washing her hair and she would lean back and her tummy would bulge. And I was like, oh, that happens to me. Like, what is this? And then she had someone on her channel that like talked about it. And I was like, oh, wow. And so I, you know, I started Googling it. I paid for one program and like it didn't it didn't help. And it was so frustrating. And I was like, well, I guess I just get to live with this. I've already done this other program. Like, oh, well. Um, and I, um, and then I, what I Googled was, which is so funny. Cause I still, I don't run to this day, but I was like, I want to get into running. And I Googled, how do you, how do you run with, with, with DR and your video like came up in my Google search. And what's super funny is I cannot find that same video again. I don't know how I got there, but it's <laughs> like, it's, I'm glad that I did. Like, I'm glad that that, I don't know. Anyway. So it's kind of random how I found it. Um, right. And that's, so then I, you and know, I, after what baby, what, what, um, what number baby were you on when you kind of started feeling like, Oh, there's something not quite right here. So just this last one, baby. Number okay. Four. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, okay. he was born in April of 2020, right at COVID and everything. So yeah, that okay. was all okay. part of that. Um, what was what other what other symptoms were you experiencing in your your body? You, you noticed that you had this bulging. 
you know, did you, when you, when you found the tummy team, you know, it's packed, our, our website's packed with education. Um, what, what resonated with you? Did you start looking at the other symptoms? Did you know right away? Oh, I just need to do this, this program. You kind of had to feel a little hesitant because you had tried something else. Right. Right. So I, yeah, I had a little, I knew a little bit about it. Um, what, gee, and now I, trying to remember back then because now it's been a whole year since I've done the course so it's like my mind is totally it's altered right like it it becomes a part of you after I've taken the course and like I think about it daily now um so I think mainly the symptoms that I noticed is that I was um I, I I played the piano pretty professionally and I you know it's like you should be able to push yourself and achieve everything right well I was working out and putting in that effort that I learned as being a pianist and I wasn't achieving these results in my stomach. I'm like, it's getting, my bulge is getting bigger. Like, why is my tummy hanging out more? But I didn't have any of the like floor, the floor of my core symptoms. I wasn't having any leaking. I had a little bit of prolapse. And I was like, oh, that's interesting that, you know, that those could be related. So I knew that the prolapse was annoying, but the midwives that I'd had in the past, they just said, oh, it'll go away. Don't ever jump on a tramp. (laughs) It's kind of what they told me. Um, but then great, looking, great advice. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect advice. So I think that I, um, I watched probably every single one of your YouTube videos and just <laughs> gleaned as much information as I could because I'd already paid for something. You know, I saw the price of the course. I'm like, Oh, like not another one, but I just, I really liked the way that you addressed things and that you were like, here is every little nitty gritty bit of information. And I just ate it up. And I was like, you know, if this kid, well, and I heard how, you know, it can apply to this pain and this pain. I was like, oh my goodness, like my back pain that's up in my shoulders can be addressed by my, my core and, you know, all these different things. And then how you can, it's just, it's totally integrated yeah. into your whole life. And so I just, I just got so hungry to get that information that I, yeah, I'm I just, so glad you I did. dove in and yeah, I'm so glad you did yeah. because it is, it can be a little bit overwhelming. And I do, um, I do provide a lot of a lot of the why and a lot of the education, which I feel is empowering, but for some people it's a little overwhelming. Um, but you know, you can take in as much as you need at a given point, you know, and you were hungry for that information. And, and sometimes those free YouTube videos really help people to trust, Oh, this person, this person kind of knows what she's talking about. And they kind of learn, there's a lot of other courses out there that are effective, but I think that you have to resonate with the person and, and people will, you know, they will, or they won't resonate and whatever, you know, you resonated with it. So I'm so grateful. So when you started, um, tell us a little bit about your journey as you look okay, at, you decided, okay, I'm going to go ahead and buy another course and, <laughs> and try this. So, so kind of tell me about your journey and how, how things progressed and what was easy, what was hard. So I think that what I really appreciated was the other, the other course that I had purchased. It's like, they, they wanted to start you on level one. I wasn't even at level one. And I was so frustrated because I couldn't do level one. So this allowed me to have a level zero. And I was mm. like, thank you. Like that, that is, that was truly like, that's so healing though. Um, Most I was people trying- don't realize they all need level yeah. zero. Everybody, yeah. even my strongest bodybuilders are missing level zero. Right. <laughs> and nobody likes to hear that. Right. But if you don't have the foundation, everything else is going to fall apart. 
And yeah. so, and I think that that's one of the biggest things I see with the best intentions is people skip the very beginning part. And right. that very beginning part changes everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think with like the, um, the emotional, the emotional part of it, it's like, it's hard because you want to run away from um, all the, all the trauma, all the drama before, right? Like, why can't I do this thing? But when you're allowed to just kind of like find your find the bottom and once I found the bottom I'm like this is where I'm really at and wow I really should not be picking up the KitchenAid and carrying it because my core I'm gonna be emotional like my core was so weak like I shouldn't even be lifting up my baby hardly because I was so weak um that's hard to accept but it is amazing so now a year later what's funny I still have about the same amount of gap like it, it hasn't really shrunk a lot, but it's like the, str- there is still a lot more strength, but because I'm still breastfeeding, like it's very minimal, but I can tell now that I can engage and I can get the kitchen aid out. I can pick up my toddler, you know, and I can, I can just gauge where I'm at, which I think is, is powerful. But the, yeah, the, the, I don't know, just acknowledging, acknowledging that zero is it's hard, but yeah, it's important. It is hard. I think the, the, when we always say the, you know, first phase is awareness and what we become aware of is how bad things really are or, you know, or what we really, what we're really feeling. Cause even that initial inventory, you know, where I nitpick and go through every symptom that you might have, um, you know, things that we just ignore and brush under the carpet and things that we don't think about. And then to bring all that to the surface and then to acknowledge it, that's our starting point. And it's a little different for everybody. Um, but if you, if you skip that starting point, you know, and we're ignoring some symptoms, it, you know, ignored symptoms don't go away. I don't know if that's, a, you know, an, newsflash for anybody. Um, it doesn't really go away. It gets worse. It shifts. It becomes more annoying. It turns into something that you have to address. And so, um, learning to listen to your body, excuse me, and to, and to understand what it's saying and that it's not fighting against you. It's actually on your side, trying to help you. It is emotional. And we address, we address the emotional component um, of this process pretty much from the beginning. Um, but definitely there's some stages in the course where we spend some extra time talking about the emotional component that might be stored in your core. So let's talk about that. When you got to the point where you started realizing, okay, this is this, there's a little bit more stuff that I'm feeling as we start feeling, because a lot of people are numb and so disconnected in the beginning and so used to just powering through because you got four kids you know, that you don't even really know what you feel until I invite you to actually spend some time feeling that. So exactly. let's talk about that with you. Yeah. Um, so with the, with the pain thing and yeah, ignoring the pain, it's like you, you do, you get so used to living in pain. It's like, you've just, you've learned to turn it all off and you don't want to pay attention to it. So it's like, at first we're like, you're like, here, let's be aware. Oh, you just made me aware that I'm way more broken than I thought I was. <laughs> which is really hard. And then when we're invited into the, the trauma healing, um, I didn't realize how much like hate or un- like how much I needed to forgive like my body because I was, I was, so my story is I, um, 
I had a miscarriage. Um, it was actually a missed miscarriage. So I was at 15 weeks and we found out that the baby hadn't been growing, um, since the baby was six weeks old. Um, so I, and then it, yeah, turned into an emergency, um, a hemorrhage. I think they diagnosed it as a, a severe hemorrhage is what happened. Um, and I was like, <laughs> the ambulance drove me all around the valley <laughs> because they took me to a hospital that couldn't help me. And then I had to go half an hour to a, a, the other direction. Um, but for us, so for a long time, I was pretty angry at, for, at myself, right? Why did my body operate like this? Um, and I, um, you don't, you don't, you don't think about that and you don't realize that you can, it's like, you know it, but you don't, you don't realize how angry you are. <laughs> um, right. so <sighs> I know it's the, hard. What, what number baby was that? Um, so that was my first miscarriage. Um, so I had my third baby, then I had this a miscarriage with the, the hemorrhage, then I had another miscarriage, and then I have my my fourth baby who's two okay. years old. So that's how that's yeah. how those fit. Um yeah. but yeah, the 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 Yeah, it was it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, the it whole is a traumatic lot. experience. And I think it going through this healing process, it kind of puts it all on your face, right? And like you think about it more often where I was I was trying to avoid it, right? I I almost died from the loss of blood. Like, right. I was, I was traumatized by as if anyone, everyone is probably going to an emergency surgery. I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't, ex right. I wasn't ready for being exposed to people. Um, this is kind of off topic, but it, it also made it harder, a healing process for me. And I know this is a very heated topic, but masks, I went into that hospital room. This was before the pandemic started. And cause this was 2019 and I never met this person. I was going into emergency surgery. This was before hospitals. Everyone had a, had a mask on. So I met the person that was going to do my surgery and then he put a mask on, but there was this other person in there who I'd never met before. And I only ever saw his eyes with a mask on. And so every time I saw people with masks on, it took me probably nine months to realize why it was such an emotional trigger for me to wear a mask and to see people with masks. Mm -hmm. And just as my, it, just to promote peace for people, like that's where I was coming from. Right. I just right. lost my baby. I almost lost myself. Like right. I, I couldn't move because I had lost so much blood. I think they, they gave me two, two, they ordered two, two liters of blood. Is that how they, they measure it? So I, she's like, your organs were shutting down. Like you were dying. And they, it, so it's, there's a lot of emotion. Like there was a lot right. going on. So when I'm taking these courses and you're asking me to like, think about that. Like, that's a lot. Like it was, it was really hard. Yeah. So, um, the, the tummy, the, the rubbing of the tummy with the lotion and stuff, like the first couple times I just, Oh man. And I like, it still brings me to tears. Like there's, mm -hmm. there is so much that goes into this and it, it was, it was, it, it will still, I think it's a, a long, a long healing process. And I think, um, I, I, I haven't taken, you know, I don't know your new courses, but I think allowing, if people will allow them to have, allow themselves to have space for healing, like it's taken yeah. me a couple years to be okay with my period. Like I'm yeah. barely, I probably had like three periods and I've been having my period for a while. My baby's two, right. Um, to not be scared that I was going to die. Mm -hmm. Right. Because all those sensations, I don't know what they mean, but for eight hours, I was just bleeding and bleeding. And you know, my body, and it was telling me this is an emergency, right. Cause I knew something was wrong. So 
I would have times coming home from parks where I was like, I was sure that I was just bleeding out. Like I was, I would get to the car and you know, and you're like checking yourself. Like, <laughs> like that's how traumatic it was for me. And we, we talk about, it's just such a process. Healing is, is, is such a hard process, but I just, I guess the reason why I wanted to come on here is to give hope to other people. Like I've been there and it's been several years of the trauma healing, but it's getting better. Like finally it's yeah. getting better. And I'm finally like trusting, trusting my body that, Hey, it messed up, but it's okay. And I can right. get better. Right. And I don't need to blame. I don't need to blame myself anymore. And I think, um, just having that a little bit of push from these classes to say, Hey, like, let's explore these feelings, um, yeah. really has helped. And it's, I think, given me, um, the courage to, to just allow the healing. Whereas before it's just push, like, I don't want to deal with it, but no, let's find our, you know, our, our zero for our emotions too, along with our weakness of our core, let's find out how sad we are and then let's be okay with it. And let's, let's let ourselves get better and give ourselves some space. And I think that's, that's a hard space to be in, but um, it's not a forever space is what I try to tell people. It's not a forever space. And I think that that's, that's the fear of like, if we go there, like we don't want to go there because we don't want to get stuck there. Right. And you know, this, you had this experience and I imagine you come home from the hospital. You still have three kids at home. You're still and mom. I couldn't walk, couldn't like right. energy, like it was a long physical healing yeah. process too. And you yeah. think you're crazy, right? Like how many years have I been feeling? Oh, like I'm crazy. <laughs> like, you know, you just, I shouldn't be worried about these kinds of things for so long afterwards, but then you're like, it's okay. I'm a human and it's okay because this was so traumatic. And yeah. then you throw a pandemic on top of it for everyone. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot people have to deal with. And I think we need to give ourselves grace and give other people grace because right. we are, we don't know what other people are going through. And this is something I, I can't talk about this publicly mm-hmm. very much, right? This is, this is a very private thing and it's not a very public thing that is, um, I don't know, I guess, decent to talk about. Like I've mm-hmm. tried to express to other people in small circles and they don't want to talk about it. And so it's, it's like too much. People don't know right? how to handle it. It's overwhelming to people. Mm-hmm. It's overwhelming to people. Um, and it's, and it, we have to have that space. Definitely. And, and to know that we're not alone. And, and one of the things that I appreciate so much that you, I know it's hard to talk about because it's one of the things that, you know, it does resurface and, um, you know, like, I don't know, you know, that it brings up emotions in other people as well. And, and it's, um, it is, it is a process. And I think that, you know, our body one of the reasons that we developed the course, the courses that we're launching, Nurturing Core, which is our trauma course um, for women that have dealt with either birth trauma, fertility trauma, or sexual trauma. So trauma that affects the core and the pelvic floor. We have that course. And then we have another course that's called Core Support that just eliminates the pelvic floor component. It could be for men or women, but it's for trauma that might be cancer or food related or illness or an injury or something like that, but that doesn't, it doesn't have the the intimate component of the pelvic floor. So we kind of have these two separate courses. Um, 
But the reason there are those two separate courses is even the men that I work with have trauma to their core, are storing trauma. The biggest, the most consistent thing we see across the board is disconnect, that people have disconnected. And where did the disconnect start? Usually at some kind of traumatic event where to survive, you couldn't stay in that feeling motion at the time, right? It was too, the emotions were the fear, the terror, the, all of the, the grief, because you're still also grieving the loss of your baby. Um, all of that wrapped up so much. It was too hard to stay in that. So you kind of compartmentalize it, kind of put it in a box. Usually that box is in our core that we kind of stuff down. <laughs> and stuff it in there and kind of try to carry on right and uh and you, our bodies have this amazing amount of survival strategies right it it allows you to kind of get into that fight or flight like survival mode that needed to happen to get you to your emergency room right and then you kind of go into this, I'm going to shut down, almost like a shock reaction. I'm going to disconnect, disassociate a little bit, shut it down, numb out because too much to stay in this place. And I need to just kind of put that behind me or beside me or down in me so that I can take care of my kids. So I can get up and go to the bathroom. So I can not be scared to just, you know, go to the bathroom and see what happens in there, you know? Right, exactly. Which is very scary after hemorrhaging. Like that's right. any thing. amount of blood is a scary thing. And then you had two more pregnancies after that. Yep. One that ended in a loss and one with a full-term baby. But I guarantee if I, if you are anything like me, that both of those pregnancies were very difficult. Yes. Yes. Every time you went to the bathroom, every time you go to the bathroom, is there going to be blood there? Right. Every time. And there, and there was actually with my, my, my two-year-old, I had a, was it hema, hematoma? Oh my God. So there was bleeding. So (laughs) it was was high stress for a very long time. And what I, what I think is very interesting is, so we talked about how my, my physical core was very weak. Right. But then off after only a couple months, Hey, I could lift the KitchenAid again. Like I could feel progress. My emotional part has been so much longer and so much slower. And what am I, how do I gauge that, right? People, you can't see it on the outside. It's not something that everyone wants to keep hearing about, you know what I mean? Which is a healthy way to process. I can only write so many journal pages, you know? So it's like, yeah, yeah, that emotional side is just, it's very slow, um, but I, but it, but it is possible. Like I am healing and I'm like, Hey, I can have a period. And I wasn't so, sh- I wasn't as stressed this time. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's just, it's crazy. <laughs> so what's, what's really encouraging to me is, okay, you, you went through the course and, um, you kind of, you, you kind of hit this, this, and you continued on, you continued kind of hit this roadblock or speed bump and you continued doing the work, um, which is, is hard. A lot there people, sometimes they'll hit the speed bump and they'll recognize, oh, I can see how this is a valuable component that I need to feel so I can heal and I need to connect and I need to rub my tummy, even though it makes me pretty emotional at first. And I need to kind of feel what's going on here and I can keep moving forward. And then I do have a lot of clients that get to that point and they're like, nope, nah, 
I'm done. I, I didn't sign up for that. I just wanted you to give me some exercises so I could flatten my tummy and feel strong again. But I'm, I didn't sign up for that. And they, and they, they totally shut down and turn it off and don't continue forward. What do you feel like was the, the component that helped you to kind of keep moving forward? Was it just happened to be where you were at? Did you feel like, what do you, can you identify what helped you keep moving forward? Um, so I, my, my little sister passed away when I was from cancer when I was 18. And, uh, you know, I, so I kind of, I don't know. It's almost like I, I kind of, I don't know if this is the right way to, to phrase it, but it's like, I, I kind of learned to separate which I guess I was like, oh yeah, I've got some emotional trauma, but hey, well, let's go with the physical part. Cause like I said, I'm still, I'm scared, honestly, to do the floor of your core. I don't really want to explore that area because I'm, it's traumatic, right? So I don't know if I really, <laughs> I think I'm just personality. I'm like, okay, let's just keep pounding through. I really want to feel better so I can be there for my kids. And right. like your, your tagline, you know what, live you know what you could do. You yeah, knew what I component. I can do this part because it's core, but the pelvic floor part, a little too much. I'm not quite ready for that. So I can right. get, this is the step I'm ready for. Right. Um, so I'm going to give you like a little preview of, of the course, the, okay. the nurturing <laughs> core course, because I think it's going to be a common thing for people to feel like, oh, you know, it, do I really want to do this? But I really like to, to give people the insight that, okay, whether you know it or not, your body has, your body has actually been fighting for you, not against you. You know, even in that missed miscarriage, which I had several missed miscarriages and I had that same experience, not quite, I mean, everybody's got a different experience, but similar experience. Okay. And, um, you know, I believed that my body had failed me and, um, in my healing journey, what I have actually come to recognize is that my body was fighting for me was actually the reason that I didn't show any signs of miscarriage is that my body was fighting to keep that baby one. It didn't want to give up on that pregnancy, did not want to give up on the pregnancy was so ready to be a mama to that baby that, that it was holding on holding on, holding on, holding on. And even when I went through a stage of kind of disconnecting from my body, that, that numbness was kind of a, a gift, a refuge at the time, right? I needed, I needed a to be able to press the pause button on all of the feelings and all of the stuff so that I could physically move again, so that I could see the smile on my little kid's face that I did have, you know, so I could be present in some of those moments. I needed to be able to press a pause button. But what, as I started to recognize that I wanted to feel stronger again, as my body wasn't bouncing back physically and getting the strength that needed. Um, and every time I tried to do something that I thought would make me stronger, I felt weaker. Um, I injured myself working out or my back would go out or my belly looked more pregnant or, you know, I had more pelvic floor symptoms. I started to realize that, okay, um, there's something missing. I'm missing some foundational strength. And as I went back to find and to locate that foundational strength, 
I had to connect to these deep muscles that I had pressed the pause button on. I had turned off. And when I pressed pause, it wasn't just on the emotions. It was on the connection to that part of my body. And so to hit the play button, the first thing that my body remembered was the last thing I felt before I hit pause. And that initial waking up of all of the sadness, grief, and pain is almost like a post-traumatic flashback, you know, and you've worked a long time to not feel that. So you kind of, you know, you're like, no, 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 I don't want to go there. And that's where people hit that roadblock. But when I work with people now, I prepare them for that. It's like when you press the play, the first thing you're going to watch is this scary part of the movie, but let's turn off the volume. You don't have the volumes not on. You're actually not in the movie. You're just watching the movie. And um, we need to kind of acknowledge, oh, and how did my body respond in that moment? It tensed up. It curled in on itself. It tried to protect the baby, the womb, my heart. It tried to protect me. And I haven't been able to get out of that space because it's still on protection mode. But I am no longer bleeding out. I. I am no longer in that place where I just lost the baby. I'm actually in a different place and I have different resources now. So now I can go back and look at that place and go, yes, that was awful, but I'm not there anymore. That was awful. And my body helped me survive. That was awful, but it was awful and I'm not there anymore. And so what we do when we wake up those emotions is we come prepared with tools to love on and minister to ourselves and to nurture ourselves. And some of those tools come in with things that you've learned in the course, but you didn't see them this way. Those breaths, those breaths, those flip you out of fight or flight into our rest and digest and our healing motion because it moves us from that sympathetic nervous system to the parasympathetic nervous system. The abdominal massage and the counter pressure and the, the, the holding of your tummy, that pressure, it's kind of like a weighted blanket on your body. That also calms your nervous system and settles you down. And, you know, so using like acknowledging the feeling and then having resources to address it and to shift you out of it gives you all the power. You're not a victim to that experience anymore. You are actually taking all of your really well-honed mothering tools that you've been using with your children and you're shifting those mothering instincts and those nurturing instincts onto your own body to love and nurture and and remind it what it's capable of and to kind of heal some of those initial feelings and motions. And sometimes it's a posture. For me, putting my feet up in stirrups, like to get a pap smear, that that I had to go in for an ultrasound because they wanted to check something, uh, an ovary situation, and it was that vaginal ultrasound that they used to check the heartbeat. I mean, it's been 15 years since I lost a baby, and I had a total breakdown in that room, right? That posture, that vulnerable position, that memory... I knew I wasn't pregnant, you know, but the thought that they were going to tell me something bad, you know, um, is, was just so, so, such a big deal. And so I, 
I I communicated to the the sweet poor lab tech. That's just like I'm just checking you over. I don't know what's happening here. You know, I I said I need a moment. I need a moment. I need to tell you a little bit about my history, and I need a moment. And she gave me that space in that moment. And I knew enough about myself to honor and not power through it, not just clench my jaw and disassociate and go to my happy place. But I knew like I needed to tell her what was going on and I needed to take some deep breaths and I needed to hold my womb while she was doing it. And I needed to go through some of the things that I knew, but I forgot in that panic moment that I had these tools and it was a very emotional, but also a relatively healing experience for me. Mm-hmm. And so preparing people for when you're in this specific yoga pose, that also reminds me of the position I was in when I was in, had this traumatic birth experience, mm-hmm. you know, us being able to reclaim some of those movements and poses and not have them be held hostage by the traumatic situation that happened, right? And going in, anticipating, prepared for, so it doesn't catch us off guard. It's still going to be hard, but it's really hard that first time, that first time you press play. Then the second time, it's not as hard. And the third time, it's definitely not as hard. So each time we come in and it gets easier and gets easier and having that hope gives people um, the courage to open that door. Right. But it's very difficult to get the full strength of muscles that are numb, the full strength and active activity of muscles and structures that you are in protective posturing and you're guarding and you're tensing up in anticipation of pain every time this certain thing happens. So we have to set some of those things free and we have to have space and time and intentionality to do it. And um, and we do it in bite-sized pieces. You know, it's not like we're trying to solve this problem in a weekend retreat. We give you bite-sized pieces that some initially are emotional and each time less emotional, but more intentional, more empowering. And, and that process um, is the is all about just reconnecting and reclaiming postures, feelings, sensations that we need, right? Um, To be able to to use those muscles the way they were designed and to reframe kind of how our body experienced it and be able to move forward. And I think when we're busy hating our body and hating the failures, I think that sometimes we misunderstand what our body was doing and think it was failing us when it actually, it it does so many things to not let us die. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it really does. It does yeah. so many things to allow us to survive. Um, but we want to more than survive. We don't want to just be surviving, right? We want to be thriving. We want to be able to, you know, um, experience life with our kids and our family. And, um, and that's, that's why we kind of, decided to give people an option to hit hit pause on their rehab process to hit play on kind of some trauma recovery and then come back in with just a better a better set of tools and i think that's going to probably be the path that's going to be best for you to take before you do floor of your core um 
you know, to, to go through nurturing core, um, and to, to know that it's, it's, it does, it, it's scary, um, at first, but if you know, something's going to be hard, but there's an end to it, you can do it, you know? And if the end point ends you at a place that is completely a new place that you want to be, it'll be worth it. Yeah. That's no. true. And as you as you described it, I think I've kind of maybe I gleaned it from the course that I took, but I think I kind of did some of those things of, hey, I'm not in that situation anymore. You know, I kind of like had to talk myself out of and I, I've had situations where I would I had a really great midwife um, and she wasn't around. I didn't know her um, during the miscarriage time, but, I, you know, I told her my story. And I, I've been able to reach out to her. So I can see how this course would be good, especially with the Facebook, when we can go and ask like those personal questions, because you can hear us. Like, I know we get stuff from other people, but we want to hear from from your experience too. And I've, I've posted on there several times. And the way that you can care for us, I think is key. And this midwife, I think she really has helped me as well in my, my healing process, um, because she just, you know, she allows us to be, she, you know, allowed me to be weak. So um, little experience. So I, you know, this is a hot topic as well. Um, but this is just to explain my, my point. Um, I decided to get, I got the vaccination for COVID and I was scared. Like a lot, every, a lot of everyone's scared about this thing. So I had some unusual bleeding. Well, of course that triggered this experience of mine. And I had a full blown panic attack, which I don't know if I've ever had that before. And I was also out of town. So I was freaking out. So I, thankfully I am able to text this midwife and she is amazing to just always be there for, for me. Right. And so I was able to reach out to her and she was just able to let me be, be okay. I was okay to be scared. I was okay to be vulnerable. And it was okay that this was such a huge trigger for me. And I think it actually, it like, it brought me to a very, very scary place. It kind of like forced me there, you know? And then I was like, Hey, you know, back to that, here's my bottom. I found my base of being very scared and I'm okay. I'm okay Mm -hmm. here. And I think that is actually, it has helped heal me. And so I think uh, just listening to your description of the course, it sounds like it, it can, it would be a help for me. And I'm, I, I want to encourage other people, like it's going to be okay. Like let's carry each other. And I think, I'm if it was as great as your other course was like it'll be amazing you 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 pay such good attention to detail and I think the vulnerability that you share about yourself allows me to be vulnerable and I hope it encourages other people right because when we can be like that's where we can get that healing and I think that just yeah just to echo what you said like we it it can get better when when we have those tools like let's do this together I love the that term that has kind of become somewhat popular in the mental health world. It's okay to not be okay. I I really appreciate that because we all want to at at our Sunday service at church this last week. Our one of our pastors he said this thing that was so real to me. He said, "We don't know how to suffer. We don't know how to deal with. It's not that we don't know how to suffer. We don't know how to deal with suffering." That's good. We don't know how to deal with it, right? We we want to we just want to hurry past it. We don't know what to feel and what not to feel. We don't want to dwell in it, but we also want to get beyond it. And and so I feel like the first step of things is to not just have to be happy all the time. The first thing is it is okay to not be okay. But the second step is that is and there is a path out of it to be okay again. And so 
So that's where we want people. It's okay to not be okay. And you don't have to stay there. That's, that's not a permanent dwelling place for you, but it is a place we need to visit to unwrap, to expose what it really is and what it isn't because trauma can, can, it almost is like when, when you, when you experience something in that high state of adrenaline and cortisol, it sears into your memory differently. And it sears into your body differently. So then your body now, when it hears or feels anything similar to that experience, it, it, it hears it on adrenaline and cortisol. It, It experiences it as an overreaction to what is currently happening. You are reacting now with that vaccine as if you were losing the baby and dying. Yes. Right. Right. But you're not. Right. You're right here, right now, in this moment, in this body, and you're you're okay. And so, a big part of it is helping people to recognize that numbness and disassociation and and um, heightened overreaction. These are strategies your body is using to to respond to a situation, but there are other strategies too that can actually bring you in, bring you down, set you in the moment, ground you to this moment in time and the reality of this moment in time where you're actually okay. And let's, let's, let's heal here. And then we can look at kind of the past and the future, but we can be in this moment. And those are the strategies that we work on in this course. And I feel like there are strategies to help you through this circumstance, but there are strategies that like are ongoing, just like every other course I give you, these are ongoing life strategies. This is not going to be the only traumatic event in your life. And so how do you have tools physically? Like I am not a counselor, but physically, how do you have tools that you can draw from? They're going to help you. And help your kids and help your friends and help your loved ones to help you. You know, anxiety is everywhere right now. Like how do we use, look at the physical component of that and have some tools to stay in our physical body and use the strength of our physical body to be able to move forward. And that's, that's where we go. And, and there are part, there's a component of that in every one of the tummy team courses, but this is just sometimes that, kind of pulls the curtains back on a bigger closet you need to explore <laughs> you know <laughs> like oh there's that too <laughs> yeah oh man yeah the phrase that comes to me is it's okay to be broken and it's okay to get better like that yeah. just kind of sums it up kind of what we've been been talking about and that there's there's power in that I think there is and I and I really appreciate you you sharing your story if there's something like one thing you wish you had known earlier about your core about Trauma about whatever you want to share. What what is that one thing? If you if you wanted somebody to hear this, what is there something? Um, anything? I think it would be to to let yourself go slow. Mm. I think I wanted to go faster. I want. I still want to be better faster, and I can't. It's like it's not something you can force. I can't. Mm. Like I would learn concertos, right? I would play like twenty pages of memorized music. And it was just because I would sit at the piano for three hours and I could memorize it. Right. 
I can't really force this. Like I still am nursing my baby. He's two, but that's not something I'm ready to be done with. Um, and so I, I think that contributes and I'm, it, it's just a long process. And I think I would just encourage people that it's okay. That it takes a long time. So it's been a full year since I've taken the course. It's been two years since I've had my last baby and it's okay that it's slow. And I think I'm okay with it. And I think that just helps me, I don't know, to check on it less. And mm-hmm. and then I'm, I'm like, wow, I've made progress because I'm not checking on it once a month. You know, I'm checking on it every three months because we all want it, but it's okay for it to be slow. And right. I, and I it want feels- other people to be okay with that. And it always feels too slow for everybody, even when it's, yeah. <laughs> even when it's only three weeks for some people, if they wish it was three hours, right? It's never fast enough for anybody. Um, but you still can tell you're moving forward and that helps. Right. Yeah. And I think when we have like, we, we look at a little bit longer term goals, um, like in the, in the span of the rest of your life, two years, you know, it seems like a long time, but it's, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And, um, and I believe that, and I see that and I've experienced that. And so I, I, I can say it with confidence. So, oh, this has been good. Thank you so much for just sharing. I know it's hard to share some of this stuff. You don't want to go there, but I, I think that there are people that really needed to hear your story and I really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing it with us. Yes. Thank you. I hope I hope people will will listen and be able to get yeah. some benefit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're you know, it's not about comparing stories. It's not like your story is better or harder or worse than somebody else. It's just knowing that everybody has a story. Right. And let's work together. Let's benefit yeah. from each other's stories. Everybody has a journey and we can always learn from somebody else's journey, even if that, you know, journey is hard. And you had mentioned like, ah, uh, some people might not want to hear this because it's a lot, you know, and, and sometimes it's hard to hear certain stories, but we still need to listen. We still need to hear them because maybe this isn't their story, but maybe it's going to be their friend's story or their sister's story or their daughter's story. And your, your sharing your journey has helped somebody else be prepared to know how to support somebody else in their life. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. I, I really hope that um, you'll take a look at what we're doing at the tummy team. And um, we are, we have these two new courses coming up. And if this is something that resonated with you, then, you know, we, we have a lot of resources that we're sending out right now to talk a little bit more about how trauma is stored in the core, how grief is stored in the core and the pelvic floor and strategies to get better. And we want to give you some of those strategies. And so you can kind of learn what's going on even before we open up these courses. All right. So check out what we do at the tummy team and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining us today at the tummy team journey podcast. To hear more inspiring stories, subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. And of course, to get more information, check out all that we do at thetummyteam.com. We would love to help you be strong for the life you were meant to live.